everybody. Welcome to TalesFromTheRoadPodcast.com. Sparky here with great friend and colleague, Mr. Scotty. Hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. We had another episode of Terry Ryan, eighth round draft choice. Eighth overall draft I, choice. First I'm sorry. Round. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, Let's I, give him due diligence, or credit, rather. Uh, due diligence and credit, and I stumble when I'm drunk, so forgive me. <laughs> Well, we actually enjoy you more drunk, so that's fine. Thank you very much. Anyway, getting back. First round draft choice, eighth overall, Canadians grab him. Right. Right? Yep. But the way that you get grabbed is by getting involved with the draft week. Yeah, and draft week, I think it's even gotten more intense over the years, but draft week is interviews after interview. They've seen you play, now they want to judge your character. Uh Uh-oh. Coming from a good maritime boy who's maybe had enough of these interviews and doesn't take shit from anyone, you're going to love this story about the cojones that our good friend Terry Ryan has here on Draft Week. Just an afterthought. You said they judge your character. Skill set aside from both of us, that's why we didn't make it into the show. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay, so Terry runs into a rather significant guy in the NHL, and listen to how he handled that situation. In walks Mike Milbury. He looked like he had a bone to pick with me. I've never met this guy in my life. I just heard he was a dick, but I don't know much about it. And that's true. I heard he was a total dick. He might not be a dick. Right. I heard he was. So anyway, he walked in. He says, well, you know, he talked for maybe five minutes. I could tell where he was going. So he was asking me. He said, well, I think you skate faster with the puck than without it. I said, okay. Fair enough. And he said, it's a good thing he played with Lankow this year. You know, I don't think he would have got all those points. And I said, well, it's a good thing he played with me. I don't think he would have had all those points either. We both went up 100 points. Well, what do you want me to say to you? Right. I've fought for him 20 times this year. And I could set him up. You know, let's go. But I know what he's doing. I know what he was doing. He was just seeing what I would say, how I'd react. And Damon was great to play with. But I was going out of my way here. And then he says... If you fought Belak, I believe it was, he brought up a fight, and I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. Yeah, the Belak fight, I had a great fight with Belak that year. Who was one of the toughest in the league, if not the toughest? So he says, you know, I think he got lucky. If you fight Belak 9 out of 10, he's going to kill you. And, you know, you had a lucky fight. I'm glad about it, but I don't really think you're in that class. And I said, well, you know what? Like, I don't really know if I am. You know, like, the situation called for me to fight, so I did. And I said, you know, if you don't like me, you don't have to pick me. I said, Mr. Milbury, you're picking number one where I know I'm not going. And number 27, where I sure as fuck know I'm not going. I'm going to fall somewhere comfortably in the middle. Now, you asked me to be here. My parents are with Damon Lankow's parents right now who skipped this interview. And they're waiting at the steakhouse. Now, if you don't want to pick me, fine. I'm sure right now you have an idea what kind of person I am, especially after this outburst. So anyway, he says, okay, tough guy. I'm going to give you a scenario. So he said, you and your hoodlum friend, Lankow, have just taken some girls out. He said, anyway, it's 10 to 11. And you finally get one of them alone. Damon takes off with his. It's 10 to 11, and she's on the couch. So your curfew is at 11 o'clock, and it's a 10-minute drive home. You better get going. But she's on the couch, and she spreads her legs and says, fuck me, TR. What do you do? So now I haven't called him Mike yet, but the build is suspense. I take a sip of the water. I'm like, how far again? He said, it's 10-minute drive home, and it's 10 to 11. So I said, that's easy, Mike. And I take a sip, I lay it down, I say, I fuck her for five minutes, and then I speed home. <laughs> and he says, okay, get out of my office. So I said, the other scouts were fucking laughing. So I said, hey, what do you expect, man? I'm not going to turn down a fucking free lay. And he says, get out. So as I'm tearing around to leave for the office, they're in the stitches. And Phil Esposito's there, because Phil, I guess, had played with Mike. Now, normally, no one is in the room for the other team's interviews. 
Phil, I guess, knocked on the door. He could hear it was open, and he'd opened it. So he was sitting literally in the doorway. But he was with Tampa Bay. Guess he knew Milbury because they played on Boston together. So anyway, on the way out, Esposito's just howling. I don't know if he heard what I just said, or he definitely did shortly after. I went into Phil's room, and he's like, just to let you know. He said, how far apart does Napoleon sleep from his wife? And I said, a Bonaparte. <laughs> and he said, you're fucking right. Give this guy a beer. I'm not kidding you. So he laughs. I have like a pop with him or something. He was in there, I believe, with Tony. I believe he was in there with Tony, who was working with some team. I don't know if it was Chicago. I can't really remember. Might have been Tampa. Okay, Scotty, from a personal and extremely selfish point of view on my own behalf, yeah. like 30 seconds and bang, I'm in the car and flying. <laughs> it's, uh, I was wondering why you weren't laughing during the uh, whole listening of this, and that's your norm, I guess. Huh? Uh, anyway, if you like the Terry Ryan story... Oh, yeah. Terry's got plenty more, and he's a master storyteller. And if you want even a small taste of that, listen to more episodes with us with Terry on TalesFromRealPodcast.com. But also check out his fantastic and hilarious book, Tales of a First Round Nothing, My Life as an NHL Footnote. And that story and others are highlighted very nicely. In it. Great reading material. Indeed. Indeed.